This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. What I would do with $1 million. Now, that may seem outdated here in the year 2021, but I am rereading the classic book from Napoleon Hill, 1937. And the book is called, obviously, Think and Grow Rich. And in the book, he talks about, he tells the story of a reverend who needed a million dollars. And he titled the subsection, Napoleon Hill titled the subsection, What I Would Do With One Million Dollars. And I said, you know what? I'm going to create an episode of my show answering the question, what I would do with a million dollars. Now, of course, he wrote that back in 1937. This is 2021. I could have titled this episode, What I Would Do With a billion dollars or a trillion dollars, but I decided to keep it simple and just call it what I would do with a million dollars. And here's what I want you to think about. What would you do if someone walked up to you and gave you $1 million tax-free? How would you spend it? Would you spend it? Would you refuse it? What would you do? We're going to go on this show with the assumption that I would spend the money. And Fortunately, I have a very crystal clear idea of what I would do with a million dollars. It didn't take me long to scribble in what I would do in my bullet journal. Because I think if you don't know what you do with money, I think if you got a lot of money, you'd spend, you'd spend it foolishly. But if you have a plan, you're more likely to spend it wisely. At least that's my thought. I would love to know what you think. And you can uh, go to MrProductivity.com and click on the contact tab to send me a message. Or you can send me a message on LinkedIn or Snapchat. Those are the two social media platforms I am on. So what would I, Mr. Productivity, Mark Struchewski, what would I do with $1 million? Well, first I would do is I would take 12% of that and give it to my church. I'm a born-again Christian, and I believe the number one responsibility of my money, of which I'm only a uh, you know a manager of it, it all belongs to God, is I would give it to the church to further his kingdom on this planet. Now, there's a biblical concept called the tithe, which is 10%, but I believe in tithe plus, so I would give 12% of the million dollars to God. The next thing I would do is I would help a couple people in my life who've been instrumental in my growth, and I would help them in a massive, massive way. First of all is my parents. So if you've ever listened to the show before, you know the story about my mom. But if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, uh, thank you for listening. Glad you're here. So my dad is 80 years old, has some physical issues. My mom is 76, but she has late onset Alzheimer's. She is a three-year-old trapped in a 76-year-old body. Now, with COVID, my dad doesn't want to put mom in the home because I'm sure you know, once the person goes in the home, you may never see him again. And my dad doesn't want that. So what I would do, number one, is I would pay off all my parents' debts, number one. Number two, I would pay for the care that my dad wants her mom. And right now that's in-home care and I would pay for anything else that they need. That's number one. The second thing I would do with a million dollars in helping people is I have an aunt. Her name is Aunt Rory. I talked to her, talk about her on the show a lot. I mean, actually thinking about having her on the show at some point. She served our country and she's got a lot of 
what she calls army buddies, marine buddies, because she served our country. But now, uh, after the uh, air, the armed services and the um, uh, the army, she became a therapist, and so a lot of her veterans will call her for help. And and so she's not doing too well physically. You know, she's 84 years old, but she still gets around. Her mind is sharp as a tack. And so what I would do is I pay off all her debts. I would pay for her to have an assistant. Now, I live in Houston, Texas. She lives in Rochester, New York, my hometown. And I would pay for anything else she needs. So those are the first two people I would help, my mom and dad and my Aunt Rory. And I would help anyone else that God put on my heart to help. Now, number three, I would pay off all of our debts. All of our debts, biggest, smallest, everything, because although I have various opinions on debt, uh, Dave Ramsey is a big uh, you know, guy, don't only pay cash, don't use credit. I, I'm not that extreme. That works for him. But I think that uh, you should pay off your debts. You know, I don't think you should get like a 60-month purchase, 60-month, what's it called, 60-month payment plan when you can pay the thing off in cash. So I pay all my debt off. And then I would fix and repair the things that need to be fixed and repaired in my life uh, around the house, you know, whatever, I want to get new sidings or whatever the case may be. That's what I would do. So the first four things I would give 12% to the church, help my mom and dad and my aunt Rory, who, by the way, is my dad's sister. I would pay off all our debts and repair and then fix things around the house. Now, once that is done, assuming I have some money left over and I have no idea how much money I have left over, I'm just going here. Uh, if you ever watch soccer, they have this thing called extra time because they don't have time clocks. Only the officials know how long uh, the clock is really going. So I, if I had extra money, then I would look to begin investing in a REIT, a real estate investment trust. Now, the one of the things I agree with Dave Ramsey is you shouldn't invest if you have debt, okay? Because now I'm not a financial guy, so don't you know take this for what I learned from Dave Ramsey and other financial planners as well. If you have debt and then you're investing, it's better for you to pay off that debt and then to invest. Now, when I heard this first from Dave Ramsey, it made a lot of sense. So I would pay off all my debt and then I would begin to invest. Now, the exception is if you get a glorious 401k, uh, offering at work, then do that, if, especially if you don't have to contribute any money because it's free money. Now, I don't know how many of those plans are available anymore, but there's probably a few. But I believe paying off the debt and then investing in real estate, in my case, or in the stock market, mutual funds, whatever works for you. I'm not a financial guy. And then I would travel. Now, this is March 2021. And Yes, uh, travel is going to look kind of sketchy in the near future. We don't know when it's going to be back to air quotes here normal. Uh, will it be the summer of 2021? Uh, you know, early spring 2022? I have no way of knowing. Okay, uh, here in the United States, uh, COVID seems to be getting under control. A lot of people are being vaccinated. Um, we're opening back up, but then you look at Europe and they're getting problems. They're locking down. So I have no way of predicting what the future is going to hold, but I would eventually like to travel. Do you realize here's a fact that you could talk about at your next uh, cocktail party. If we ever have them again, <laughs> um, I've only been to two countries outside the United States in my entire life. And I'll tell you what they are. Number one, it was Canada. And I lived so close to Canada, I lived in Rochester, New York, as I said earlier, that it was actually an hour drive 
from my house to the border. And we used to jokingly call it the United States of Canada because back then, I'm talking the 70s, you didn't need a passport. You could literally just drive across the bridge. Show them your license. Keep going. No big deal. Now, you know, all the international borders. And the other only other country I've ever been in my entire life is France. Back in 2009, I won a trip from a contest I entered online. I won a trip to Normandy, France to say at the Forbes Chateau in Belleau, France. Now, unfortunately, while it was completely free, it was only for a week. So we flew nonstop from Houston to Paris, drove three hours out to Belleau, spent a week, spent a week there, drove back, spent overnight at Paris. But I did get to go to France. But I've only been to Cannes, France, which now I'm thinking about it. It's interesting. They both speak French in those countries. Pretty interesting. So I would like to travel. There's a lot of places. I'm not going to list all the places I'd like to travel. Maybe someday in another podcast I will. But I would like to travel. Okay? I, I love traveling. Not by car. I want to make sure you understand that very clearly. Not by car. The last time I drove to Walt Disney World, it was in 2000. I want to say 17 or 15, and I said, never again. I'm going to, my my idea going to Florida is to drive to the airport and have those planes fly over to Orlando, because here's the thing. Uh, United has this nonstop flight that goes from Houston to Orlando, and I think, I don't remember what it was, it was, uh, I think 2013, my wife and I flew to uh, Orlando, and we took off. We woke up at five o'clock in the morning. We took off from our flight at six thirty in the morning here in Houston. And by one thirty in the afternoon, we were having lunch with my parents in Hollywood Studios. You can't do that if you drive. Okay, so that's what I would do if someone handed me one million dollars. So again, I would give twelve percent to my church. I would help my mom and dad and my aunt Rory. I would pay off all our debt. I would repair and fix things around the house. If there's money left over, I would begin investing in a real estate investment trust and then travel. So my question to you, what would you do if someone walked up to you with no strings attached, tax-free, gave you $1 million? Is it something similar to what I would do? Would you go blow it on a couple neat cars? Would you buy a new house? Would you uh, get into a fractional ownership with NetJets? What would you do? Would you buy all the chocolate in the world? Uh, would you buy a fancy watch? Would you replace your furniture? Uh, would you remake your whole house? What would you do? I really want to know how you'd answer this question. Because a lot of us, even if we make a lot of money, we don't stop and think. We don't spend time to dream. So please go to mrproductivity.com and click the contact tab and send me a message or you can go to LinkedIn or Snapchat and send me a message and say, hey, Mark, heard your episode about what you would do with a million dollars. Here's what I would do with a million dollars. I really want to know. So don't be a passive listener to this podcast. Go ahead and reply and share with me because you may give me some ideas. And maybe I've given you some ideas on the show today. Now, when you go to MrProductivity.com, which is, by the way, M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com, what I want you to do is sign up to be a Mark Struchowski insider. What is that? That's my email newsletter, okay? Anything that I do 
goes out to my insider list first. It's absolutely free. And when you go there to sign up to be an insider, you get my top five productivity tips absolutely free. It all happens at mrproductivity.com. If you know how to spell my name, you can bypass the redirect and go to markstuchowski.com. They'll take you to the same place. So thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of what I would do with a million dollars. Now, I want you to take action. I want you to reach out to me either through my website, mrproductivity.com or through LinkedIn or Snapchat and tell me what would you do with 1 million tax-free dollars with no strings attached. I'm dying to hear from you. Literally, I'm dying. I'm going to hold my breath until I hear from you. (gasps) Just kidding. All right. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow.